Uh, you know, just uh, uh, watching the monitor, hoping that the girls don't get up. <laughs> yeah, that'll only get better. That's what they tell me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so what do you want to talk about today? I don't know. We could. There's a lot of different shit we could talk about. Fuck you, ain't kidding. Uh, we could. Uh, well, I'm finally. I think I'm thawing out from tonight, so we could probably talk about that first. It's probably a good idea. Are you Are you calling it quits? Are you Are you done done for the year? I think I'm gonna be done done. I'm not gonna lie; it's disappointing. What being done done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It it is and it isn't. Um, I don't know. For me, obviously, I got you know snowmobiling and all that other crap, and work and where this uh, no, I... this weekend just happened to just fall in my lap with our uh, current state of health in our household that <laughs> you know where we couldn't do anything else so. You know, no, the, Rona, the Rona finally caught up with the with our household, so it was like, hey. I asked uh, Bon if she cares if I went hunting, and she didn't care, so I did. And uh, it was fucking cold. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, I think when I got to Beasties, it was, what would I have? I think it was 10. It was 10 on my truck, and I think it f- said it felt like negative one. There was just a subtle breeze coming out of the northeast. And uh, there's actually like, it had to be lake effect snow falling all night. Just, yep. just the tiniest little flakes. And it was nice, but it was so quiet, and I was trying to stay still. And at the point of, Right around the time, I was actually like, all right, I haven't seen a deer. Well, I, I bumped the deer off when I walked in. When I was okay. walking in, uh, <clears throat> I saw, I think it was at least one tail through the corn as I was coming in. And uh, so I crawled in as much. And there's enough snow back there. That was, that was a bitch of a walk. Here I thought it was a bitch just walking through the plowed field. <laughs> When you add, I think what it had to have been at least six inches and then eight inches or ten inches in spots with it all drifted up and whatnot. It was kind of a bitch yeah. to walk in. And, I know. Um, I know uh they actually got that last bigger snowstorm we had. They got all of a foot. Yeah. And uh everybody was, else got was, like a couple inches. Yeah, it was definitely uh more than I was expecting. Um but uh yeah, I know. So I finally got in, settled. I'm sure glad I left my, um, my little thermos seats in the tree stand because uh, nice. I was able to froze my ass. There was a nice layer of ice on the stand seat. Um, and I was sitting there, didn't see much all night. I had turkeys come by. I, um, they came from the south southeast. A uh, whole group of toms. I bet you there's 15 plus. It's a big, 
big bearded towns in there, so we might have to look at turkey hunting that next or this spring. Um, anyway, as I was uh, sitting here, I think I checked my phone once. I tr- I stayed off my phone pretty much all night, surprisingly, probably mainly because it was too damn cold to even like play with it. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but uh, I want to say it was around four thirty, and I was like, "Shit, still haven't seen a deer yet." And I was like, I'm like, well, do I just say fuck it and get the hell out of here and get home? <laughs> and right around that time, I happened to glance uh, into the kind of down by the VIP lounge there. Also, a fawn popped its head out, and then they just filed right out. Five of them come into the food plot. And I'm not even joking. I knew I was, I felt my phone going off. I knew you were texting me. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, he's going to be like, why are you shooting these deer? I can see a deer. There's a deer on the camera, blah, blah, blah. I am not shitting you. The big does did not offer maybe a split second of an opportunity to shoot. Other than that, they were, had their ass to me. Or when she actually finally s- sat still and the picture that pictures you were looking at, I'm not joking. It was a decent quartering two shot. All right. I was, hold on. Hold on. Before you go any further. All right. We need, we need to let everybody listen. Everybody listening know that uh, they're listening to two brothers archery. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, if they, if, if, I mean, come on, if they're listening to it, they know all, all seven people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm your host Derek. Back again. Jared's back again. And uh, we're just recapping his uh, his final hunt tonight. And uh, yeah, you, I, I got to tell my side of it um, because I literally was just I laughed out loud a couple of times. And Robin was just like, "What are you laughing about?" I'm like, "Yeah, nothing. I ain't got a phone call yet, so I know that he's not killing anything tonight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I well, I, I so I I saw it. So the way that the camera sits, I know that it's from where you're sitting. I understand that, you know, angles are different, but I'm looking at that. There's one picture there and I'm like, God damn, like that, that doe's got to be yeah. broadside. Yep. The one and that I'm, you saw, but you didn't see the other deer that you cannot see on that camera that were directly below me. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. See, that's what you can't see on that camera. So that doe, the picture that you saw, because after you texted me and I got back to the truck, I looked at those pictures. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks terrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> that deer should be fucking dead. Well, okay, so, you know, here, here's, here's the thing. So that, and I, I keep checking back because I know that if I check back and there's a picture and there's no deer out there, I know that you shot something. Mm-hmm. And I'm checking back, and I'm like, oh, no, no, they're still out there. And then I, a little while later, I checked back, and I'm, I actually looked, <laughs> I looked outside. There. I looked outside. I looked at the clock. I'm like, God damn. Like, light. It, yeah. I'm like, he's got light left. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. And then finally, I looked the last time, and there was still deer out there, and they were further on kind of towards the ground blind where the ground blind was. It used to be, yeah. And uh, I just kind of chuckled, and Robin's like, what? I'm like, oh, Jared's not killing anything tonight. Nope. Never, and, and, never worked and, out. She's like, "How do you know?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've been watching the camera, and he, if he was in kill mode, it would be dead already." I was in kill mode. I shit you not. Dude. I know. I couldn't believe. But it. I, did, I, was... I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what you're telling me now. 
It's the Dan. I mean, I'm telling you, it's the Dan. This thing because I'm like, I after you texted me, I'm like, Christ, I'm literally gonna have to explain this to him because I know what he's seeing. Looks <laughs> like, yeah, there should have been a fucking arrow in a deer tonight, and there should have been. But like I said, by the time the big doe got to where she was and she sat there for probably, I'm not joking, ten minutes, which I don't think it shows on the camera because I don't think the camera's all that. I don't think it took as many pictures as it should have. Um, she sat there pawing and pawing and pawing, and she's like quartering two, quartering two, and it was. She was right at thirty yards. I was I was able to range her. She was right at thirty yards, and I said, going into him, like I want something inside thirty. So I was at that point, I'm like, okay, she's at thirty. If she turns perfectly broadside, I'll take that shot. But then she was a little quartering too, and the shot that I made on that deer last December I shot up in Cribbits, I wasn't happy with how much quartering. I didn't, and I had no idea that deer was quartering too. And I barely caught long. I never had a blood trail. My father-in-law basically happened to fall on or walk on that deer. Right. So I had that in my back of my mind. So I was like, mm, I don't like that shot, especially with the conditions. You know, the cold was starting to set in. This was, what, quarter to five? Yep, and it's freaking cold. So I'm like, you know, there's a little bit of that variant in the back of my mind. Like, okay, I just want things to be, you know, on up and up far as a clean shot. And that deer just freaking sat there and sat there and sat there and pawed and pawed and pawed. And meanwhile, I had a fawn at 15 yards right in front of me. And when I'm trying to move around and you know, do whatever, she, she was trying to get me all night. Um, what uh, what wind did you have tonight? What wind? It was yeah. primarily northeast. It would occasionally float to north, but it was mostly northeast, so it was pretty decent. Um, so they walked. Was, they they walked out from downwind then. Uh, they didn't quite have it. No, they didn't. They didn't come out far enough. If they would have walked underneath my tree, yeah, they would have got it. So they came out. Um. Probably smack dab in between the VIP camera and the stand. Oh, so they came out in that corner then? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they came out directly in the corner. Okay. Um, okay. So it was perfect. Um, that's you know that's what I was hoping for um, with that wind. Um, or there, I was hoping for them to come out uh, further to my east and then enter the you know by the corn. You know, yeah. and if maybe if maybe they picked up my tracks, that that'd be it. Then they'd be on my, you know, they'd be out of my wind. But right. no, like I said, that deer, she she freaking just pawed there forever, and then for a while, she she was literally like head on to me. Okay. And and I'm looking around, and she kept looking at me, even when I was like I was moving around a little bit, you know, I was putting my hands in and out of my my um, my muff, and you know, getting like when she looked like she was about to move, also, and I kind of get ready. Yep. And but she never did, and there's a few times that she was looking like beyond me. She wasn't looking at me, um, in the woods, and I kind of turned back and look, and I never saw anything coming out. Okay. Um, yeah, and then by the time one time I, I I took a chance and looked back uh, into the woods to the south and the, to you know old Wagner's land there, um, and by the time I turned around, she just 
this was a matter of three seconds. She spun around and was already heading towards where the blind was. So okay. there's, it would have had to have been a split second shot. I would have had to have been like on my toes type shit. Yep. And so basically just, it just wasn't going to happen. That's tough. I mean, and, that's... I and honestly, when those, so the four deer came out together, they all came out. And okay. when they came out, the two were fawns. Two were fawns for sure. One was a yearling. And the one that I was, you know, that I'm talking about was probably the biggest. But honestly, she wasn't all that big. I was going to ask because on, on camera, it didn't look all that impressive. I mean, she was the biggest one of the group, obviously. She, you know, she was probably a, call it a two-year-old doe. At, right. You know, at, at its youngest. But she wasn't like a huge you know, big body, big brisket where some of those other does we were seeing on camera, you know, that's where like, it got to, it got to the, what you got there. Uh, I got God's nectar here. A little bush latte. Bush latte. I'm drinking the old Kessler. Yeah. I went down that road earlier and I had to back off a little bit. <laughs> nice. No, I want to, I want to tie, uh, the dough thing. I want to tie that back to something. I got a friend of mine that listens to this podcast. Um, they've been they've been asking me repeatedly to recap um, the night I shot my buck and how that all played out. Okay. Um, and we we said that we were going to cover it early on when we started this little shindig here, and we never really did. We didn't. No, we touched on certain points of it, and we never really uh-huh. got to the got sure. to the to the whole thing so i wanted to cover that and i'm going to link that back to the does that we're talking about because there is one doe that i will kill next year <laughs> and she, I, ain't, and, if she and, ain't dead already no she ain't dead already because she's on camera but mm-hmm. um so let's if, if you're all right with it i'd like to back no. up to october and absolutely jared and i um Earlier in the season, we hunted together and tried to kind of tag team that area. I got him on a doe early. I got Robin on a doe early. And um, we didn't have that buck on camera. The last picture we had of him was at night. Um, it was Labor Day weekend. And the reason I know that is because I was standing in my parents' cabin at about 10.30 at night. Actually, it was 9.30 at night. And you texted me to, to look at that camera, <laughs> okay. and I yeah, looked at it. I, and, I remember now. And I immediately walked out to the fire to show my dad, and I'm like, this is him. This is who we're going after. Mm-hmm. And I am sold now that that is the same deer. I am pretty positive as well. I, 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 I spent many random moments like... I think I just also just go through my photos on my phone, and I t- went through all the photos of when I the night of you killed, and I kept going back and forth. And I was like, "That's a fucking deer." But anyway, carry on. No, and my dad's done that too. Like randomly, actually, not that long ago, he sends me a picture, and he's like, "It's just out of the blue, no caption, nothing." And I went, "You think that's him?" And he goes, "I know that's him. It's got to be." I agree. Anyway, anyways. We knew he was around. We didn't. That's the only picture at that time that we had of him, right? Uh, I think Labor we. Had, Day? I think we. Yeah, 
with that one picture of him early in velvet. No, um, yeah, remember we do, we right, do, no, we right, but in velvet. But we remember we had I we had him hard horned, and then somehow those pictures on our app got lost. Yes. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So we'll have to hopefully find that once we pull cards. Yes, um, you're right. But there was I don't remember. I don't even. I can't even guess how the dates on that. But we had him hard horned. I'm guessing it was yep. September because I'm pretty sure season started. I think or you're maybe, right. Or maybe it was like the week prior. I don't remember. But I know we had him hard horned prior to the pictures you're talking about. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, so it was later in October, um, it was the week of Halloween and you and I put together that, Hey, we're going to go sit on whatever day it was. And, um, we were kind of waiting for things to open up. The rut was kind of hit and miss. We didn't really have any, you know, chasing going on. I I mean, it was kind of, like I said, well, if you go back in our podcast, that's kind of right when we started this whole thing. And we were kind of waiting for things to really turn up and let loose. Um, but we went out. I don't even know what, what wind did we have that night. Do you recall? You were in the tree. I was in the ground blind. Mm. I want to say it was a northwest wind. I'm, that's, that sounds right. But I know it was extremely light and variable. There was like no wind. Yeah, it was a calm night. It was a beautiful night. Um, yeah, but the way that we were set up, like any people that listen to all the podcasts that we've talked about this before, we're 75 yards apart. Um, <laughs> and there's a food plot between us. Um, I was on the ground, he was in the air and, uh, we got out there and, uh, not a lot of action early. Oh, actually I take that back. We did have action early. Um, I had a, a four corn on the inner plot that Jared couldn't yeah, see. That's right. That's right. Yep. Um, he came out and was very, very alert. There was two fawns that were out in the field at the time or two yearlings. Yep. Um, and he went back into the high grass or into the willows and kind of disappeared. We had these two, two or three, I don't remember exactly that kind of played around in the food plot. They went in the cornfield and they cut in front of you and went back behind you. It was a doe and two fawns, I think. Yep. Okay. Um, starting starting to come back. (laughs) I know I'm kind of recalling this as we go here. Um, so anyways, they left. Um, and I texted Jared. We were kind of back and forth a little bit, kind of like, uh, you know, you still hear him behind you, but whatever. And also he said, I, I got one coming and they came back around same doe, same fawns. And they walked out right underneath you came back yep. to the food pot. And that was about 45 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I distinctly remember going well, she can't be hot because if she was hot, the fawns wouldn't be with her and there'd be a buck on her ass. Right. Um, and then where things got interesting, we're getting late in the day, late, late in the evening and they went on alert. And I remember looking, well, to we my had, left. we had more, we had more deer come in the field too. We had, so there's oh, those yeah. three, we had, there's those three. And then I want to say two more yearlings, and maybe another doe. Yep. They came out of the corner. So there was five deer. Yep. Five deer in the field. And then out of nowhere, a <laughs> doe came. I don't, I don't, I, God, I don't remember. If she came she out had, of the corn. 
or but so it was dark enough it was to that like gray light like we're talking like last light here this dough popped out of the the swat of corn that they cut in between the food plot and popped into the into the food plot so i could then see her i never saw her come out of the dirt <laughs> but i was also focused on those other deer well and those those other deer were walking towards the i'm going to call it the swamp line towards you right. know, all that high grass and shit yep. and they were walking and, and i watched one of the the head honcho there she popped her head up and she looked and i looked and this doe comes walking in and this is the doe jared that i'm going to kill <laughs> because this doe is a freaking dump truck like she's, she's got the sh- she's got the shortest neck i've ever seen on a doe her head is as long as her neck is and she is just as wide as wide can be and she came walking in to the food plot now we didn't know so our our food plot is butted up if we head to the east there's a about 20 rows of corn that my father-in-law very graciously left us back there but we didn't know if he was gonna be doing that at the time so we planted um kind of a barrier a real high it's it's high grass you know so the because we're not that far. We're about 20 acres off the road. Um, we're not that far off the road. So we wanted a barrier kind of seclude that food plot. Um, and it turns real white or uh, yellow white um, mm-hmm. as it kind of gets frost. Towards yeah. This. yeah. Um, so she comes walking through and I'm watching her and I'm like, Christ, that is a massive doe. You could tell it was different from all the other does that we had seen because she looked completely different. She was dark. She was dark. She was, like I said, she had that short neck. She had that real long nose, just built like a brick shit house. Um, and I was like, Oh shit, that's different. And then I caught something to my left and I look and I saw, I saw rack. He picked his head up and I'm like, Oh fuck. All right. So I grab my bowl and I turn in my chair and now this is, I'll tell my version. You could tell yours because obviously we had two different vantage points. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes out steady walk and he's obviously, I'm going to say tending that doe. He was with that doe. That was very, he is with her. Yep. For sure. And he comes out and starts feeding on the clover. Now this patch of clover is actually in between the sections of our food plots. And it's, I know, I know that he's on the section closer to me where it starts, which is about 30 yards. And I know that from Jared's point of view, that's about 40, 45 yards. Mm-hmm. It, and so in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, either he's going to shoot or I'm going to shoot. And, you know, this, this buck's getting an arrow <laughs> either way. I'm sure, I didn't I'm sure you saw me with my fucking bow on my knee. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I, I couldn't see you at that point. Yeah. Uh, you know, the way the sunset behind you, I couldn't see you in the shade of the trees. Right. Trust me, I looked. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, because it's, it's, it's a gray area, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, he stopped and he wasn't in a hurry. He was just feeding with her. And I drew back and I couldn't see my pins. Um, and then it dawned on oh, me that I'm what, inside of a When did you have a multiple pin sight? Uh, sorry, I couldn't see my pin. <laughs> Smart <laughs> ass. Yeah. Um, Tell the story, but it, right? Uh, it, I am. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't see my pin because it dawned on me. Obviously I'm in a, I'm in a ground. So I, I, yeah, I got no light. So I actually came to full draw. I snuck my sight just out to the edge of the blind 
and it, I mean, it beamed, the pin came to light and I'm like, Oh, perfect. So I sat back and I can tell you, this is how it went. I found the front shoulder. I went back a little bit. I went, yep, it's going to be about right there. And I started pulling through on my shot and it just went off. I saw it hit. I heard it hit. I saw it. And then it turned. And when he turned, he turned towards the sunset. So he turned towards the West and I saw my fletching sticking out of him. And I went, So he turns and he runs east. He runs into that little patch of corn there. He cuts through the corn and then I can't see him. And it's up to Jared to guide me where he went. And um, I believe we texted a little bit and I said, I'm getting out. We're going to go see what we got. And I met you out there and I said, yeah, about right here. And I had it ranged at about 33 yards. And I think my pin was at 30. I wasn't hundred percent sure because I mean, I'm a, I, I, I honestly, I had it set for 25. And if I remember right, I did tip my bow down and adjust it a little bit to get it closer to 30, but I wasn't 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, well, what did you see? And this is where, if you, last podcast, I told you I got a bone to pick with you. This is where it comes in. Oh, okay. I kind of remember so, that now. Yeah. So Jared tells me, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I saw him run that way. And he went into that finger, you know, like goes into behind me, essentially. And I said, all right. I said, well, you know, Jared was obviously a little bit more excited than I was, I feel like, because I didn't know how the shot was. I mean, I, I knew I hit him. I do. It, was, it looked good on paper, but you never count your chickens before they hatch. I've been on this road before my <laughs> first buck. And I just get that weird feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. So we went back to the truck, we grab the lights, we come back, and we start looking for blood. Jared has not really said much other than the fact that he went into that finger over there. And uh, he's like, he was slowing. That was the word you said. He was slowing down. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good, but that don't make me feel any better. <laughs> um, so we find blood in the corn on the stalks and stuff. Um, decent blood, but then he runs across the plowing for probably what 50 yards yeah maybe not quite you know, that was that was difficult yeah. to find on that, on that plow field but i already knew where yeah. he went in the but okay but at the time i did not know that <laughs> so we go and we find specks of blood across this plowing and then finally we get towards i mean we're like 15 yards from the plowing and i'm like jared's like i think he went in like right there i'm like well fuck this let's go look over there and of course we can't find any blood on the edge of this finger. And then Jared proceeds to tell me, I think you went in right there. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to go, you know, I'm going to go take a look. And I walked in and he was there 10 yards piled up. Right. <laughs> so then, you know, then I feel kind of relief and excited or whatever. And, uh, Jared and I, you know, high five. Yeah, we got him. What a fucking buck. I mean, beautiful deer. Mm-hmm. And then Jared proceeds to tell me, he goes, yeah, I knew I knew he wasn't going far. He was starting to jelly leg when he got to the when he got to the finger. And I'm like, what? And you were like, yeah, his legs are starting to give out on him. I mean, it's pretty pretty evident. And I'm like, I didn't think about it at the time, but looking back on it in my mind from time to time, I'm like, why in the fuck wouldn't you tell me that <laughs> when we're when we're looking for blood? Like here I am thinking in my head, I'm like, I don't know if it was a good shot. I mean, it looked like a good shot, but I don't know. And then. <laughs> Jared over here is like, yeah, he was jelly legged. He was going down. There, I mean, probably, I, I knew. Hey, you're, you gotta <laughs> enjoy the. You gotta enjoy the experience. I don't. 
<laughs> I don't need any more pressure. I mean, I'm sorry you had to go fucking work at the farm that night and do all your other shit, but hey, I like to enjoy the experience, do a little track job, <laughs> you know, take it all in. I, I fully understand I hey, that. It's not, definitely not every day I get to track a buck like that, even though I know it probably went down. I was 99% sure it went down. And that's what you said afterwards. And I'm like, I remember telling my dad, I'm like, yeah, the fucking guy tells me, oh, I was 99% sure it went down. But I mean, you start to jelly leg it. I'm like, wouldn't you tell the guy that shot him that? That couldn't see that? No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I was just like, son of a bitch. So anyways, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was. It was, it was, yeah, it was. Go ahead. Yeah, it was totally unexpected. Um, I mean, it all happened so fast. That whole exchange where from the time I saw him to the time I shot him was maybe, what, a minute, minute and a half? Yeah, I'd say a minute. I mean, if you're, I knew, like I told you, I said, if we were going to kill anything, it was going to be that buck that night because we had him on camera that, was that what that morning or like early morning or late morning? I think it was, the, I think it was the morning before. Mm, it was that morning. Was it? I'm ninety percent sure. We can go back and look at it eventually, but I'm ninety percent sure it was that morning. Because once I saw that buck, like once I knew we, we already committed to hunting that night, but when that buck right. showed up that morning, I was like, one of us is going to get a crack at this deer. But then as the night was going on, I was like, hmm, maybe not, since we determined it was going to be a a horns only night and i remember from my point of view before you saw it enter the field i saw him come around the corner of the corn and i was like hmm that's a nice buck <laughs> <laughs> and i watched him walk the corn edge and follow the same path that doe took and at this point in time for me and how I knew how far he was away. I knew where, because we have the separation of the clover and Nebraska's and turnips. He was in the neighborhood of that 40-yard range or better. And at that gray light situation for me, I knew I wasn't going to take that shot. So Austin, I was just like waiting. Obviously, I can't see what the hell you're doing in that blind. I was just like waiting. I'm like, is he going to do it? Is he not? As I was, as I was sitting there debating, all of a sudden I heard a thump. Yep. And I was like, huh, look at that. <laughs> I couldn't see the arrow. You know, obviously, we didn't, we're not running lighted knocks or anything. I saw that deer take off, rip through the cornfield. And like I said, he got to the got to the cattail edge there in the tall grass. And at that moment, point in time I you know he got the the old jiggy legs and I, I saw him for the last time and I never heard him and it was it was a quiet night so if he would have kept moving at any at any pace I probably would have saw him or or heard him moving and once right. I heard nothing I was just like yeah he's dead <laughs> but, see you know and, I gotta you, know, you gotta enjoy it no nah, I know I know <laughs> I know I just, I always, I, I think about it now and I laugh about it because at the time, like I said, I, I think I even told you, I said, Hey, I, I don't mean to be like, seem like I'm coming off arrogant here, like that. I'm not excited. Cause I'm excited. I said, but I just, I, when I shot that first buck, my first, my 140, when I shot him, 
I thought I'm like, yep, that's a good shot. That I placed that arrow was yes, it was quartering two, but it was a good shot. I put it right where I wanted it to, and it was just a nightmare. Like we let him lay overnight. We went back the next day, and we, I mean, we trekked that whole freaking area. And the last place we looked, he literally died 50 yards from me. Right. And you know that I don't want to say that scenario was coming up again, but ever since then, it was kind of like it ain't over until it's fucking over. Oh, absolutely. Until he's, you know, and that's why, like, after I. I shot him. I, the shot felt good, but it happened so fast. And like, I, I mean, I don't mean to sound um, ridiculous here, but like when he walked out, my first thought was, well, let's see where he goes. Because I knew that you were there too. And I, I was, I was like, well, well, let's see what happens when he put his head down to eat. I mean, I was hooked up, ready to go. When he put his head down, I'm like, yep, I'm going. Yeah, if he beats me to the punch, he beats me to the punch. I don't care. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, we we have a pretty unique situation where, yes, technically there could have been that up that chance that we both would have shot at that deer, and that would have been well. Something. And the other, well, and the other thing too, I thought about is if that scenario happens about half hour earlier, where I can see you. Oh yeah, correct. You know, I might go. Okay, he's drawing back. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him go. I mean, we're, yeah, you know, it was it was last last closing closing minutes of shooting light. Oh, it was it was last call. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm beyond beyond excited still and beyond blessed for it. But the funny part was is literally I remember I should have known because I I know you well enough. I should have known that everything was all good when we met where I, where he was standing when I shot him and you went, yep, that golden horseshoe just keeps on fucking giving. <laughs> sure does. And that's, and, and, and that's when I, I should have known that. Okay. Well, I'm good. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I was confident the whole time. I would have been shocked, honestly, I, if we walked over there and you didn't, like, when you, when you said, well, I'm just going to go walk over here. When I told you he went that way. Yeah. You walked over there and found him like, okay, he's going to find him probably pretty soon here <laughs> i was just waiting yeah. and waiting and waiting and then finally it's on yeah it was uh it was awesome and i i think that is so cool i mean i got to watch robin i got to watch robin kill a doe out of that ground blind i got to watch you shoot a doe out of that ground blind and then i got to kill that buck out of that ground blind and i just think it is so cool that you can witness that whether you're shooting it or whether you're watching it i mean it's I think that is just that's too fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, like when you were talking about how you know you were nervous about your shot and blah blah blah, you think about past scenarios, and we already talked about it for my <laughs> for for my doe. Yeah, I mean, I fucking pinwheeled that bitch. I saw <laughs> the fletching stick out of her, and I was still freaking out because I was just like, I don't know what's it. I mean. I, the arrow sticking out of her. I'm like, what did I hit? I'm like, it looked fucking. The entry looked great, <laughs> and I was just like, I was wish. Like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I'm I, like, no, 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 no. I don't think so, dude. It's so, like, <laughs> I, I don't I, know about that. I wish. And all of a sudden, when we found that, uh, once we found that blood just sprayed all over those so trees, right. I was like, oh god, that's fantastic. I wish I could have. I wish I would have screenshotted that text conversation because that was just <laughs> fucking. I mean, it was like. Funny. I think I. I think it started, and I was like, you know, how do you, how'd you feel? And you're like, oh, that's a good shot. Hit it right where I was aiming. And she she didn't go far. 
And then literally two minutes later, it was like, well, maybe it was a little far back. Well, actually, it was probably far forward. I might I might have caught the shoulder. And then it was, shit, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe it wasn't was that like, good of a shot. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I remember, <laughs> I remember texting you that. Fuck, 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 yep. So anyways. Don't, um, don't mind me yeah, that, if you can hear this. I'm just uh, throwing my cup with ice. No, it's all good. Drinking is welcome. Thanks, Dan. But no, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for being my spotter there on that buck. <laughs> my pleasure. That was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Um, I think the 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 best part was, um, you know, I we we killed them, and I say we because we were both there, and you know, I I appreciate that you were there. And uh, I took him to the processor, get him cut up and stuff, get him caped out. And my Who dad. Who did? Uh, I did. You did. You did. Yeah, you dropped him <laughs> off for me. Um, but I picked Some, him up the next day. Somebody had to work that night. I did. I Hey, let me tell you, it's tough times here in, in America. Um, but anyways, I, I picked him up the next day and my dad actually met me there and he got to you know look at it on the back of the truck and stuff, and he's like, "Yeah." He goes, uh, "I assume you're heading over to Pete's," and I'm like, I, "At that time, I really wasn't. I uh, I didn't know what I was going to do yet if I was going to get mounted or not." And uh, I went to the taxidermist there. Shout out to Pete's True Life Taxidermy there in Swamico, Wisconsin. Um, yeah, I had him score him, and he goes, "I don't need to score him." He goes, "You're putting him on a wall." And I'm like, ah, Pete, I don't know. I said I I shot a 140 my first year. My second year, I shot a 130, 135, 134, something like that. 132 maybe. I don't know. Uh, 10 point. Nice deer. And then uh, he scored this one, and it was an eighth inch smaller than than last year's, and he's only an eight point. And uh, he's like, yeah, he's going on the wall. And I'm like, all right. And he talked me into it. <laughs> And then I remember having that conversation with you, and you're like, well, if you went to mount it, I'm like, you're a fucking moron. Oh, right. And then I'm like, I know. I realize that now, but at the time, I didn't, you know. I was kind of worried about other things at the time between <laughs> working two jobs and, you know. At that time, I think Isla had a fever, and so we had her in at the doctor, and we had a bunch of shit going on. And uh, the last thing I needed to worry about was taking a deer in and get mounted. <laughs> oh, those are just small issues. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyways, I, got a, I got a spot picked out on my wall for whenever that fucking time happens for me. So, I mean, you you, you just got to figure out where you're going to put the next one. Uh, I, yeah, I'm running out of room. Uh, you're, running out, you're running out of logical room. You have room. You have room. You're just That's running true. out of... If you keep putting them up, you're going to, you're going to, I think Robin might get, she might not have a house anymore. She's just going to have a, <laughs> a, a museum know. in essence. Yeah. You know, and it's funny cause I, I told Robin and I took it to there or whatever. And she just looked at me and I remember her dad was there and her dad was excited. You know, he thought it was just, he just thinks it's cool that they come out of that little six acre pot, you know, a pothole and stuff. And, um, I just laughed and she's like, why are we, why are we, mo- why are we moaning smaller deer? And I'm like, you don't, you're, you're missing the point here. He's got two less points 
than the one I shot last year, but he scores only an eighth inch smaller. Like that's impressive for an eight pointer, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Wisconsin anyway, I'm not saying that it's a world beater, but I mean, in Wisconsin, it's, it's, I don't want to say rare. They're out there, but um, definitely slimmer than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, but it's still smaller. And I'm like, but it was a moment that I, I shared with you. I said, you shot a doe there earlier. Robin shot a doe there earlier. I said that, you know, it's been a hell of a season. And um, then my, my final card was uh, her grandpa who used to farm that land. I, well, you just got to leave it alone, goddammit. Yeah, well, should have. Start calling you. I know. No, but uh, the last resort that I had there um, with my wife on that one was her grandpa, who's 87, the original owner of the farm there. He actually used to farm where we hunt. That was actually farm field. And uh, he always tells me, he'll come in and he'll see the deer on the wall and he'll be like, that, 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 that came from back there? And he just gets all excited. Like, he thinks that's the coolest thing. And I'm like, I would never, ever take that away from him, that he gets to come here and see those animals. Yeah, that's awesome. And she thinks that I'm joking and that I'm using him as a pawn. And in reality, like, I just, I see the look on his face. And, like, I don't know. I just think that's so cool. Because that originally, he, that was a farm field. That wasn't growing up like it is now. And he just, he finds that so cool. And he's so proud of that. Like, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm reading him wrong. But I just think that is the coolest thing. No, I, I definitely think that that is pretty damn sweet. But, uh. So, anyways, um, that's the the recap on my on my buck that we've been meaning to get to for how many months now? Yeah, Grace, that's like a podcast in itself. Ah, fuck it, we got more. We got more to talk about. Oh, for sure. Which uh, I mean, what one else? one what one else? side one side thing. Uh, I um, I pursued that lease I was telling you about. Up, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. North of Crivets. Yeah. Or north of the land I hunt in Cribbits. Turns out I should have asked that guy about five years ago to lease it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he is uh he's finally retiring and he is now planning to use it. <laughs> oh. So it's like shit. I wish I would have thought about it five years prior. <laughs> but um uh yeah, so that's kind of sucks but my next uh my next goal in life now for that is um to create a relationship with this gentleman and maybe uh getting the good lines of maybe if he ever comes to terms of selling it that i could be the first one in line to there you go possibly purchase there you go i talked to uh talked to bottom about that the other day and i was just like hey kind of want to do this and she's like oh yeah you know you know for the kids and blah 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 to have something like that and um and she's like yeah let's let's start prepping for it my god it's sweet <laughs> like game on let's do this oh so yeah that's my that's my uh probably about maybe 10 10 year plan hopefully if it works out yeah absolutely um i wish you know i do wish that we had a fuck off property like you said you know one that we can just go and you know kind of anything goes yeah because i think that we're starting to see by 
by the farm there, I think we're starting to see the food pots play, uh, pay dividends. And I think that, you know, we've passed on a lot of, a lot of younger bucks. And I think that that like next year, I mean, you're seeing what we see now. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have some dandies there next year. Yeah. I'll be curious how it plays out to, um, you know, cause we had, so we only took one good buck off that property. Yeah. And just how, obviously, with the six acres, you know, how any of the bigger ones will, like, relate to that area. Right, right. You know, where I feel like in, you know, uh, let's see, late summer, we had a fair amount of big bucks, and then all of a sudden, they just, like, disappeared, and we had some of the smaller ones, and then even when we were hunting, it was a lot of the, you know, small bass. In-betweeners. You know, stuff that we really don't want to shoot. Right. You know, I'm just... I, I do. And um, I'm kind of like how I was like my criteria of a deer that I wanted to shoot this year. I never saw that right. until that one miss I had. Yep. My mis- my misjudgment deer, you know. That was the first yeah. deer I saw, which it wasn't, a, it wasn't, you know, it was probably, what, 100, 100 inch? Yeah. You know, eight pointer. Which for me, that would have been fuck. That's 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 what I wanted. I've been begging for that deer for years just to give me that opportunity. I never got it until until that moment. Right, right. Um, but I'm just like, why aren't those deer being like? Why like? I know they're bigger deer around, but why aren't those deer more present? You know what's what's keeping well, them away? You know. Well, and I think. Or where property. are they in general? Well, see the problem there. And I've had this conversation with my dad. Um, that six acres there—it's it, a nice little six acres. I mean, it's got yes. a lot of character there. It, ho- it holds deer for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. I mean, it's it's thick in there, which is huge. But if you go to the west, I mean, that's a big swamp in there. To the west yeah. and to the south, that's a big swamp. Yep. Um, and I, I think that's where a lot of the deer hang out because if you go. If you go to the east, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. If you go to the north, you got nothing. Um, there is that, if you go to the west, well, northwest, there's that big pine lot in that country block up there. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that nobody hunts that. Uh, the owners are actually from Chicago. Okay. Um, and I, I know that that is a freaking sanctuary. Um, you can drive by there right now at 9.50 at night and you can see deer across the road from there and they will run into there. Like that oh, is yeah. just, it's, it's a honey hole. Um, so, I mean, I, I know that there's some bigger tracts of land there, but what I find impressive and curious to me is why are those deer hanging around that six acres? Are, are we that lucky that, they just right place, right time. Or is there a reason that they're hanging around there? The doe population there is crazy. You know that. Right. We can take does, you know, we can take two does, three does the next how many years, and we're still going to have plenty of does. Oh, for sure. Um, when I left the farm the other night from milking by Ryan's house there, I mean, there's 18 of them or however many. I counted them out and sent you the video. Um, yep. and, and those are all, to me, they were smaller yearlings. And it's like, okay. And plus we see, you know, he got big Bertha tromping around there yet. She's good for two every year unless she's dried up. But, right. um, 
you know, I mean, there's so many does out there. Um, and part of me thinks that if we knock down the doe population, you create that doe buck ratio that's a little bit more favorable to seeing more bucks. And that that's kind of a thing that we should pursue. I, I do think that. I don't think the bucks have to work very hard and travel very far to. No. I agree. You know, to, to find does. And that's, that's also a problem. But we're fortunate that the does hang out enough at our food plots that I think that that's what holds the bucks there. Yeah. Now, I am no wildlife biologist, and I never will claim to be, but that's just my, from hunting that property for five years now, um, that's my general consensus. I do think that the crops that are around that plot, that six acres, make or break that plot. I do think that. Yeah. Um, when we when we okay. have corn, like we've had this season and last season, and this upcoming season we'll have corn there again that's going to be just a sweet spot. I mean, it is when that goes to alfalfa the following year, it's not going to be as good. It's going to be good. And you're still going to be able to shoot deer off it, but it ain't going to be like it is now. You think it would probably be best or be better early. Yeah. It's, it's better in my experience of hunting there over the years. Um, yeah, it's good early. Um, but we didn't have food plots when I hunted it either the last time it was alfalfa. Okay. Um, so I think, you know, now that, that those plots are established, this is the third year of doing it. Um, I think that that's going to change it a little bit. I think that we're still going to have good success, but with right. that, with that corn there, I mean, that is just the, I, I told you that this past summer, I said, if, if he gives us a little bit of corn there to give us that barrier, I said that that is going to be a sanctuary. And that's that's kind of what it turned out to be. Oh, absolutely! I, I definitely feel. Uh, I mean, Christ! I mean, I, I kicked the doe off tonight, or a deer. I don't know what it was, but I kicked a deer off of it, walking in. And yeah, those deer definitely, I think, feel comfortable because when you're walking into that, that corn, even as spindly as it is now, and knocked down with the snow and all that, right. It's a great barrier. Well, and the, a, the big the big thing there is when I hunted that before we had that, and it was just a cut a cut field. The deer were a lot more skittish, um, and this year was the first year. Well, every time I sat in that ground blind, I had deer within five feet of me. You saw it. Mm-hmm. I mean, number one, scent control is key, and I've got I've got that taken care of. You know, everything that I run is scent control, and I love that. I love that stuff. Uh, you know, scent locks doing a great, great job with their stuff and it's proven itself, but those deer are not leery in any way, shape or form from the road, you know, no. or from obviously farm equipment they hear every day, but you know, they're, they're just there and they are in their natural element as natural can be in my opinion. Yeah. It was interesting tonight. We had a, there was a guy uh, be to the west, uh, east of Chuck. Um, yep. That next farmhouse down on yep. whatever road that is. A guy was yep. driving almost around the block almost. And every time that truck, and he had a trailer, I, I couldn't quite tell if it was like a, a shit spreader or what it was. But um, he drove around, I think, twice while those deer were out there. And those deer were, when he came around the corner right by Chuck's, those deer were pinned on that 
truck. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's just the time of year with it being winter and, you know, obviously after gun seasons and all that shit that they're a little more on high alert, but that could be, that could they be. were definitely paying more attention to the vehicles than when they were in like October, November. Right. And I do think that part of that is that, that, like you said, that corn has broken down. I mean, there's the barrier isn't there like it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, when that corn was, you know, 13 feet high and thick, I mean, you had, I mean, there's a lot of cover there. Right. But no, I, I think that, you know, next year is going to be a good year as well. Um, you know, we got to go walk that property and look at a couple other options. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, and I got, I got all the confidence in the world in it. Um, oh, for but, sure. I, that's, I mean, I think I sat there total of maybe what, twice or three times that I could not have taken a shot at a deer. Right. You know, right. could I have taken a shot tonight? Yeah, I could have, but I didn't like it. Right. Well, and that's, that's experience. I mean, you know, a lot of times where when I was younger, you know, yeah, you're going to fling that arrow out there. Now you look at it a little differently, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, changing gears a little bit, I wanted to uh, tell you that we're two weeks into our archery league now. That's and, right. Uh, the guy that I shoot with that should be on this podcast. If you're listening, Cappy, you're still welcome to be a part of this. I, I gotta tell you, I gotta. There's two things that I have to tell you that I just can't get over. I can't wrap my head around. First of all, this is our second year shooting, um, and Cappy and I. This is, you know, I don't even know how long it is. Three months that we shoot league together, and uh, other than that, I mean, we're we talk now and again, and um, but we're not nearly as close as we should be. And uh, I'm talking with him. We're on, on the line shooting, and we're BSing and stuff, catching up. And uh, I made a comment. Oh, one of the guys, uh, Tell Sullivan is the guy's name, um, that I shoot with. I had sent him when I started this podcast. I sent him it. Give me your input, you know, whatever. He comes up to me, and he's like, hey. He's like, you, you still doing that podcast, you know? And, and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I listened to a couple of them. You know, I just didn't know if you were still doing it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, listen, you know, give me your thoughts. He's like, I'd love to jump on with you guys one night. You know, if, you know, if you're okay with that, kind of BS. And I'm like, absolutely. You know, we'll figure that out down the road. But anyways, um, Cappy looks. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, you really, you really went through with that podcast thing? And I'm like, yeah, I sent it to you. Ah, yeah, I didn't even look at that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, thanks for the support. Really, really dig it. <laughs> oh, he's a dandy. I love that guy. But he, by the way, I'm, I'm going to tell you, he's not mad at you from the conversation we had when we were putting this together. Remember when you were like, I think he's actually mad at us. <laughs> he legitimately was going out of service to go hunting. Oh. And he, turned, and he turned his phone off. <laughs> no, I get that. I'm not, I hear I know that I, I hunted up in his neck of the woods. Hell, I hunted uh, further up than he does. I know, but I just laughed because I told him, like, yeah, we were kind of worried that you were pissed off at us. And he's like, no. I mean, I was laughing aloud, and then I'm like, shit, I'm going to lose service. So yeah, I'm just like, no. yeah, I'm going hunting. But I remember we were kind of like, shit, is he pissed at us or what? 
No, I remember that. Yeah, he's a. Which now my my dad's uh, getting a cottage over that area, so I got to pick Cappy's brain a little bit on that neck of the woods of hunting. So you do we, because we, that... we need to we need to get his ass on here. I know we do One because he he's got some great stories and uh, he had a heck he had a heck of a year this year. Um, but he's been he's been hunting that area for all of twenty years. Yeah, I know um, he's been up there in a while, but he's got himself on a fucking monster of a buck. But man, there's some shitty people out there, and I won't I won't talk about that. I'll let if Cappy does come out here, I'll let him uh, talk about it. But it's unfortunate that people are the way they are and that they're shitty like that. But um, oh man, you're telling me you got into some shit with some people up there? Or what? He didn't get into some shit. Just people just doing shady shit with cameras and taking SD cards and swapping. Oh, you know, it no. just that type really? of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Yeah. But you know, he, uh, him and his dad have been going up there <clears throat> for a long time. And, um, I just asked him, I said, Jared wants to talk to you in the worst way about public land. I'm on to what you're on to now. And he's like, I'll be honest with you. He goes, it's no secret. He's like, it just kind of happens. <laughs> you know, he's like, I mean, you, you do the best you can, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's oh, just kind of, you oh, know, absolutely. I mean, I get that. Yeah. But, and he, and he went back and he, he did find a spot with a lot of sign and just kind of scouted it for a while and kept it in the back of his brain. And then one day he's like, you know what? I'm going back to that spot. Kind of like you and Krivitz, you know, I'm going back to that spot, you know? Yeah. Well, the reason I, what I was meaning by, you know, taking his brain is cause you know, where I've hunted north of there in the Leona, which is, from him, probably another 35, 40 minutes north. It's completely different. Where Cappy is, yeah. there's oaks. There's a lot of oaks. It's different yes. territory. It's completely different. Up by me, it's all maples and pines and a little bit of swamp here and there. There ain't a freaking oak tree around. Right. So you can't key in on dick far as food. Um, right. And even, even where I'm at over in Pickerel when I gun hunt, there's some oaks over there. The sign is much better. I've gone on to some great buck sign. Um, me listening to other podcasts and other shit and learning, I'm now starting to put some of that information together. But, you know, now I feel like next year for us, our gun hunting could be changing. So it's like, right. I don't know how much time I want to put in that. Where That's where I was talking to Cappy where, you know, I'm going to be hunting in his neck of the woods, not over his back by any means, but similar type terrain. That's why I want to talk to him and find out like, okay, how do you go about this area? Because that's an area it's, it's thick, it's short tree, like oak trees. You know what right. I mean? It's something like you've probably never seen. Well, and that's not entirely true. Um, I actually, honestly, I take that back. On the way, like, just north of your house. Yep. Uh, up, what was it, 57? Yep. Uh, that public land on the right-hand side there where it's all that short oak. Yes, it's all scrub it, oak. Scrub oak. It's very much like that. Yep. And then you got to remember that a couple years back they had, well, well, let's see, 10 years back they had that tornado go through there and take out 
a lot of it. And then they had that big macro burst that happened two years ago. And, you know, that took a lot out of it too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he he was telling me that, you know, they went through there and they cleared all that out Yep. to get back where they wanted to hunt, which is an interesting story in itself. But yeah, we, we, we threw that around a little bit and I know I'm still trying to convince him to come on here and, and kind of give, give his insight. Cause I, I do find that intriguing as well. Yeah. But the, the other thing that I wanted to share with you, and I kind of shared it with you a little bit via text message. I know that the last podcast, I got kind of carried away running about uh, Matthews and the fanboy club. <laughs> I, I just, I got, I got to share it. I got to share this because it, it just, it proved my point. It proved my point to a T um, last week at league. And now let me clarify I have nothing wrong, no issues with with Matthews, the company. They make a good bow, okay? They really do. They've come up with a lot of great stuff, you know, whatever. And I know guys that shoot them, they love them. That's the only brand they'll shoot. I'm okay with that. I have no problem with that. What I have a problem with is the stigma that comes with it. Once again, just like the whole Harley thing, you know. But anyways, we're shooting. And this, I, I saw this guy the first week, and I didn't say anything. He just kind of let it go, whatever. Well, he was shooting next to us this last week. He's got a brand-new Matthews, whatever, fucking VX, whatever number, or VR, or whatever they're on now. It's a V3X. Ugliest, yeah, ugliest sin. He's got it all weighted up with bars, and then he's got their tripod system on the bottom so that he can set it down on the ground, and he's got a, a hog father on it with a lens and the whole works. I mean, he's, he's loaded out, man. Uh, you could top it off with the fucking buckle, bedazzled jeans, and the whole works just fit the fit, fit the fanboy club. <laughs> so I have no issues with this guy whatsoever, okay, at all. Everybody's got their own thing. I understand that. Like it's all good. Whatever works for you. At the end of the day, we're here to have fun. Whatever, okay. And this this league is very loose, okay. It's not it's not competitive in the least. And. uh we're like the second target in and I shoot my first arrow and this freaking numb nuts comes up to me and he's like, Oh, Hey, 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 Hey. And he like stops me. And I'm like, what's up? And he's like, you have a fletching come off. And I'm like, I don't think so. However, Cappy did shoot at my arrows and he might've knocked one off, but I, I don't think that happened. And Cappy's like, well, last year that was his MO. And he's right. I did lose a lot of fletching last year. But I fixed that problem, all right? I learned. And uh, he's like, oh, man, I, I wouldn't even shoot that arrow. Like, And I'm like, what? And he's like, I wouldn't even shot that arrow. Three fletchings? What are you running, a four-fletch setup? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, man, that arrow ain't going to fly for shit. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, look, if your bow is tuned properly, I did it last year with my old bow. Like I shot, I don't know how many rounds with two fletchings. Like it's no big deal. I shoot a three fletch setup. If your bow is tuned right, it's going to shoot right. You know? And I Mm -hmm. shot fine. And this guy is giving me the ride act about shooting an arrow with three fletches versus four when it's supposed to be a four foot, four vein configuration. And I'm like, holy shit. So anyways, everybody gets done shooting and going on range and Cappy kind of, we're walking side by side and Cappy's like, wow, this guy, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of know it all. And he's like, you said it, not me. And I'm like, am I wrong? And he's like, nah, man, like I didn't realize that we were that way around here. 
So anyways, you get down to the target and I look at my fletchings and I'm like, no, they're all there. And I, so I make, I make an effort to grab this guy's attention. I'm like, Hey, the fletchings are here, man. And he's like, Oh man, shit. I don't know what I was looking at. You know, whatever. Oh, it looks like he didn't help you out any, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, cool. And, and Cappy's like, unbelievable. And then he goes back and he grabs that big ass fucking thing he calls a bow with all the weight on it and everything. And I'm just like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do this. And Cappy's like, can we not shoot against him this year? I'm like, oh, we're gonna shoot against him, and we're gonna kick his ass. <laughs> and I might even shave a fletching off just to prove a point. You should. I'm thinking about it. So, not that okay. No. no so wait, you were like, I don't know league yet. I've never been involved. I saw you were sending me pictures in the moment when it was all going on. Yeah, so yeah. how does that work? You were shooting at the same line as him or what? No. So you, you everybody shoots on one line, but you've got uh, the target lines up with the lane. Okay. So you've got one through 20. There's 20 lanes there. Okay. And, and then you and your partner right now, we switch off. So he shoots two arrows. I shoot two arrows at the same target. Okay. So these so guys was, happen to be at that in that state, quote unquote, station target. We're at the same point, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He in, was shooting at essence, a different target. Yeah, he was shooting at a different target, but he correct. was two lanes yes. over from me. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Here, I didn't know any better. That I thought, for some reason, I thought you guys like shot against another group each week, but that's not until the end, right? No, we do. We do. Uh, first two weeks, we shoot with our partner, um, but we keep score with an opponent to get our average. And then, like, this coming week, we will shoot against somebody. So I will be partnered with one of the partners from the team we're, we are shooting against, if that makes sense. Okay. So you got four guys. So Cap- Interesting. Cap, you'll be shooting on the same line as an opponent, and I will be shooting on the same line as, a, as an opponent. Oh, that makes okay. sense? Yeah. Yep. I, I'm starting to follow now. So, like, it was just, I don't know, like, I've had guys come up to me and be like, hey, did you lose a fletching? You know, or like, hey, you're both. Well, you're you, both shoot, you shoot those little fucking four. Your little four fletch setup is pretty damn small. It is. And, you know, but, you know, I, the, the point I'm making is that most guys, like, I have had some issues. And I've had guys come up to me like, hey, you want to check this? I think this might be out of whack. But they're, they're nice about it. And this guy was just a D-bag about it. Yeah. And then, and then once again, I looked at him and I looked at his bow and – it just all made sense. Judging a guy by his bow. I am. And I actually, the funny <laughs> thing is, is that if, if Tell is listening to this podcast, who we shot with that night, I even made the comment to him. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, I got nothing against Matthews. I know you like to shoot that. And he shoots at Matthews and he shoots it really well. And he's like, no, man, I get it. It's like, I'm just saying, like, who does that? <laughs> yeah. in, that, in, that in that way, it's the way he went about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I get you. But yeah, I uh, no league's a lot of fun, and you know, Cat, Cappy and I have a blast doing it. And uh, we're, we we shot well. He shot well out of the gate. I uh, I had to catch him this last week here, but um, you know, he just like he was on the baseball field, Mister Consistency shoots the same freaking score two weeks in a row. Guys, uh, guys, clutch. Guys, dynamite. 
like I, I gotta get up there somehow and just shoot. A, I don't even have to shoot league, but I just want to shoot a league style. I just gotta well, do it. Let me know when you want to. I'll go up there with you. Yeah, I'll figure that out. But you said but, they have, uh, you said they have league like every night of the week, don't they? Yeah, they do. Um, but if you yeah. go there, you can you can shoot 3D targets, and then it's on the same range. So I can explain to you how it would work if you were at league. You know how to count points, stuff like that. Right. Walk you through it. It's not difficult unless you're like me and Cappy the first year we were there, and boy, we were really fucking ourselves. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a good time. So it's next on the docket. I I don't know. Um, I did have an inkling to go hunting uh, coming up here. Yeah. But that but then I opened up my bow case and I looked at all my arrows that are now have field points on them and I'm like, well, that means I gotta get my broadhead case out and put all my broadheads on again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know that sounds really petty, but a little bit. Well, and on top of that, um, I don't know where I'm going to go with the meat right now, and I don't really need it, um, which is holding me back. However, I am I am kind of getting itchy to go and chase some coyotes. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh... I thought about running over to the inner plot and taking that camera down, but because the batteries are shot on it. Yeah, I wonder what happened there. Uh, I'd love myself and see what's going on there. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. No. By any, I'm not by any means impressed by their cameras. I'll just say that outright. So I got to remember. So that that camera was Betty's original camera. Yeah, that was on Betty's property. Correct. So that camera had a fair amount of pictures on it. And then it had more pictures on it once it hit the inner plot. And we had since yep. replaced the the trophy room camera with batteries. Correct. So it's a, it's about in line. You got to remember that those batteries are from May. Yeah, that's true. You can't you can't as much as we have known or figured out about Stealth Cam, not to pick on Stealth Cam, but as much as we now know about Stealth Cam, you can't pick on them for that. That's true. The, ba- the battery life has been pretty good. Yeah. When, we're, when we are running lithium. Now you yeah. ran, I don't know what you put in the trophy room the last time you did that, but now those are already, with this cold weather, weather are down to what? Yeah, they are. Two, two bars. bars. Yeah. So let's start with show. Yeah, I ran the Duracell Optums. Okay. I think is what I had. Sounds right. I ran those in there. And and I did do that purposely because I did want to see if there was a difference. Mm-hmm. And I, I know there's a difference, but everybody, you know, this works better. You know, you just you gotta it, try yeah. it. Well then like the VIP camera is the original. Right, we haven't touched that camera, but that's not as high of a volume volume camera. Right, right. That's a good point. It's a good point. But I think that camera's starting on that. That camera's on the Fritz too. Yeah, or the batteries. The batteries are. 
I think yeah. the batteries are starting to go. Right, I agree. Um, I I don't really know. I mean, it's one of those things that is just it's hit and miss, and I feel like it's always been that way. Some of um, the other podcasts I listen to with these uh, about not just stealth cam, but all cell cams. I've heard that even um, God, what the hell is the brand name? Um, Expensive. We've talked about Exodus. Oh yeah. Um, they even talked about how their cell cameras have. Um, maybe you the camera did not send you the photo, but that camera still took the photo. Oh. So I'm going to be very, very curious to see after we pull the cards what is actually on them. Do they match up? Uh, I'd be in, that, yeah, you're right. That'd be interesting. I've heard that not just from Exodus. I mean, because I, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I listen to a fair amount of different hunting podcasts, and they all talk about cameras and this and that, and all brands and whatnot, and they all kind of are saying the same thing, that uh, the cell cams will sometimes not always send pictures. They'll be taking pictures, but they don't always send them. Right. So, I'll be curious. So, when we finally pull them, you know, pull them up on the computer with the SD card and compare them to what we have on our apps. Did Did we see everything it took? Well, and I, I'd be really curious about that with our with the camera up by Brussels there, um, because I know for a fact that there were there's more deer there than what we saw. Right. But once well, again, hell, we hell, I've I've seen it when we've been sitting in the stand at Chuck's. Yeah, I know there's deer in front of that camera. Right. For fifteen twenty minutes, they've been in front of that camera, and I got one notification. Right. What the hell? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. You know what I mean? I'll be curious. I'll be curious to what what comes to fruition with that. If that makes sense. Well, all the listeners, they can check back with us when we do that uh, that big shindig that we're going to do at some point with Dad and go through all that together. I, I, I we got to figure out a time to do that. Yeah. Um, at this point, it's probably looking like March. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> as I, as I told you. It's, right. At this point, I feel like my weekends are kind of filling up with, you know, I got to, I got to, I got to, I got to, um, oh, what am I trying to say? I got expensive toys. I got the snowmobiles. I got to, you know, use them when I can. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, uh, your brother-in-law and I had that conversation the other day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thoroughly laughed. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, I go up there and I, I ride around on Jared's, you know, and I, it's it's fun, you know. And I'm like, shit, we should look at getting a couple of these. And then I really start to look at it and I take a step back and I go, I can't afford that for two months no. out of the year. <laughs> no, no. I I mean, yeah. There's plenty of times I think about selling them, but no, that's something that you share with your family. I mean, yeah. it's always been your thing. You know, yeah, but Bonnie, Bonnie had a blast last Saturday. We went for her and I put on 105 miles, and 
like six Ooh. hours. Ooh. I mean, it was, it's, it's a good day. And right. For, especially for our, that was our first trip out for the year. Um, and, uh, yeah, Bonnie hammered it. You know, she, there's a few times I was cruising along and I looked down in my rearview mirror and she's right on my ass. I'm like, shit, I better, <laughs> I better pick up the pace here a little bit. She must be getting bored. Right. But it's awesome. No, it's, um, no, the kids love it too. I mean, I got the, I got the snow scoot and not to, you know, I don't have that much invested into them. No. Compared, no. compared to some people. <laughs> Well, see, and it's funny. I mean, we, we used to be big into that. We did that all the time. Um, Dad had a buddy at work that had a couple of tour rings, and, you know, we had a cabin up north, so we'd trailer them up there, and we'd go for a weekend, and we'd put on 400, 500 miles a weekend, and, you know, it was, it was fun. And then Dad had his heart surgery, and, you know, it's hard on his back and stuff, and obviously the sleds aren't what they are now. But, um, yeah, I mean, we used to do it all the time, but I'll never forget when he sold his, his last snowmobile, he sold it. And uh, – he had the money in his hand and he came in, he put it on the counter. I'll never forget it. And he goes, uh, I think I'll buy a couple more guns. <laughs> and I said, yeah. And he goes, a wise man once told me buying a gun's like putting money in the bank. I'm done with these snowmobiles. <laughs> and that was the last slut he bought. <laughs> you know, that's true. Except right now. I mean, if you bought, if you bought a snowmobile a few years back, it's like it's almost like winning a lottery right now. Well, and yeah, you're right. And you know, I I guess I should clarify it. The, <laughs> the gun, the guns that Dad and I buy aren't just you know. No, I any, I any know the guns you're buying. Any particular guns? I mean, they're, no, they're on the rarer side. Yep. Um, but you know, I did laugh when my dad um, asked me not too long ago. He's like, "Hey, he's like, you know." they put a, a will together and he's like, you know, is there anything in particular you want? And I'm like, I just, I want the gun safes. That's all I want. And he's like, well, I mean, yeah, you're going to get that. I'm like, Hey, that's all I want. And he's like, why are you so hell bent on that? I'm like, because I know what every one of those guns have been through. I know exactly what guns are in there. I know exactly what all those guns are worth. And he's like, you do. I'm like, yeah, because I looked them all up for you. And I was, yeah. when I was, in college, you were a part of, you were a part of buying all of them. Right. And when I was in college, you know, for what I went for and stuff. I mean, I, guns were a part of life. I mean, we, I, God, I can't tell you how many guns I shot and stuff. I mean, that was all part of the training and stuff. And, and, uh, he called me up and he'd be like, Hey guy at work, he's got this, you know, any good? And I'd be like, yeah, I've heard of him. You know, I look him up, do my research on him, And, you know, that's just like trajectories. That's another thing that my dad's big on, you know, he had to have a gun that was flat shooting fast, you know, he'd be like, Hey, like 25 out six, mm-hmm. never even heard of that caliber until his buddy at work had one and was selling it. And he's like, tell me what, are they good, bad, ugly? I'm like, actually, I'm like, that's actually a pretty impressive round. Yeah. You know, here, here's why. It's, and It's a neck down 270. Well, yes and no. Um, but yes and it, no. Yes and no, because if you look at the cartridge, it's actually neck, it's not neck down. It's actually widened out from a 270. So you can't really use the term neck down. Not that we're getting specific here, but. Oh, sorry, guy. Like I said, I, this is this is what I had to. I mean, and then Dad'd be like, well, "What's the trajectory on it?" I'm like, "Well, it's I think a 25 out six is like roughly uh 2300 feet a second, but you're also throwing a 30 caliber bullet at it. Almost, you know, what I mean, it's an odd six. You're not, you know, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So you got. I'm sorry, you got 25 
bullet on it. So, I mean, you're actually shooting a smaller projectile with more powder. So you're, you're faster, but you got less knockdown power. Anyways, not here nor there, but that all, all that stuff mattered to him. And, you know, I was like a freaking I was a walking textbook for a while on calibers because he was just so particular about that type of stuff. There's actually one, there's one gun I want to find. It's a Ruger 204. I want to find one of those or a Remington 220 Swift. Fast Never little, heard of them. Fast little fuckers. I know Ruger 204s you could find, but the 220 Swifts are hit and miss. They, they quit making them, so... But anyways, yeah, I have a problem with that too. But then I got into archery, and then that consumed my life, and I gave up on the fucking firearms, and now, well, you and I are in another world with that shit now. Yeah, it's a little cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. A little. Emphasis on a little. Yep, I know. But anyways, um, is there anything else that you wanted to cover tonight? Um, I mean, there's other shit, obviously, to talk about, but save for another time too. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, we can. Um, I'm trying to think. I did. I did. I did. Uh, Cappy did shoot one of his fletchings off, and he is trusting me to refletch that arrow for him. So I do have to do that tomorrow. So what is actually Cappy shooting, by the way? Cat bow wise or arrow wise? Everything. What's his whole uh, setup? His whole setup. He's shooting a bear, a 2011 bear. I don't know what model it is. It, you got to remember, Cappy's wrong handed. So mm-hmm. he bought that bow for next to nothing. Um, it's a it's a bear. He's got a ripcord drop away rest on it, like what I had. And then he is running a three pin sight on it he's shooting for arrows he's shooting gold tips i think he's actually he's throwing kind of a lincoln log he's throwing right around a 400 spine arrow now you got to remember i think gold tips are opposite of apps like we shoot spine wise is that correct um no uh i want to say carbon express is opposite is that what it is? He's shooting a pretty heavy arrow. Um, I could be wrong, too. So people, if we're wrong. I'm just going to say, God bless Cappy, because he went and bought new arrows last year for League. And he's like, <laughs> I, went to go, I went to go shoot my yard last year you know, for League. You know, I shot my yard, and I was off. I was like, I was like wow, nice. <laughs> 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 what are you laughing at? You know exactly what I'm laughing at. <laughs> Remember that time that we were in Dad's deer stand? <laughs> do you remember that? Sure do. <laughs> oh, I about fucking died. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think you fed me the night before, so... Holy fuck. I'll never forget getting that <laughs> getting that fucking text. <laughs> oh my god. Get a fucking text from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh fuck! It's just like baby shit. <laughs> oh fuck! God, that was fucking funny. <laughs> Did you make it to the gas station? Barely. <laughs> How'd it go? Yeah. Like fucking baby shit. <laughs> oh god, it was fucking epic. I wasn't expecting you to hear that. Oh, the mic picked it up. That was great. Ah, oh, fucking Steve Jobs. You were good for something. Hmm. Anyways, good stuff. <laughs> um, right, no, so where were we? Yeah. Cappy uh, picked up arrows. <laughs> okay. And he's like, yeah, I went and shot in my backyard to make sure that they were on. Well, come to find out, I bought ones that were heavier than my original ones, so I had to adjust my sight. I'm like, didn't you look at that before you bought them? He's like, well, I don't fucking know. They look the same. <laughs> I just shook my head. I'm like, Cappy, they make multiple arrows that have different weights that all look the same. And he's like, well, I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> Jesus. So this year he bought uh, he bought some new arrows and he's just like, yep, I bought the same ones this time. They're on sale. Made sure I double checked. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and then he, um, you, you, when you start shooting league and you know you're you're decent, obviously you're gonna hit people's arrows. And he's like, "Yeah, these are my arrows from bow season." He goes, "I got a brand new set at home, so if I fuck these up, I ain't worried about it." And I'm like, "That's the mentality you gotta have." Yeah, absolutely. Oh, but yeah, no, it's it's all good. That's what I was trying to say before I was so abruptly interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, that'll happen. It will. But um. No, other than that, same shit, different day. I go and uh, we shoot on Tuesday again, so you'll get you'll get the the score text. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Cappy was a little upset that he lost to me by one point last week, but uh, that's okay. I I actually I've been <laughs> I shot I shot the whole round on Tuesday, aiming slightly to the left because I didn't move my sight. And I got to move my sight a little bit to the right. And uh, every time I'd miss right, Cappy would be like, should move your sight? And I'm like, I fucking purposely didn't because I'm like, ah, it's probably me. No, it's not. Uh, I'm right. Hey, you ever set up uh, your nose button yet? No, I didn't. I have been meaning to and I just have not had the time. Well, how are you going to do that? Don't. Well, I suppose you don't have to. Don't you have to set it up to like what, uh, like, uh, like a certain yardage, like on your pin, or like your your side housing, right? Yes, um, I believe I have to watch the video on it again. So, like, if your maximum distance is say fifty, you should set it up to like twenty-five, twenty-five, thirty. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay. If I remember right. I have to rewatch that before I do it, but yeah, I didn't play around with it much. I do see where it can help you though. Because I actually learned and I tried to explain this to Cappy and Cappy doesn't really care. No offense, Cappy. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Um but I was telling him I'm like he's like, Oh, you're shooting better and I'm like, Yeah, I actually started to rotate my head more into into my peep. To create that left hey, to right. Uh, I think uh, one of my kids is crying. All right. Sounds good, buddy. 
we uh, pick this up at uh, another time. You betcha. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Bye. Bye.